morning, Rabbi Good morning. How's everybody doing? Okay. Oh, two minute delay in the start. So, um, I want to give a tremendous Yishukayach to Noam Fix and Avi Kamiansky for working on the upcoming Siyum. The Siyum is only, we're going to be finishing Mesech the Shabbos, Bezer Hashem, in about 40 days. Right? We're on Daf Kuf Zayin. Today we finished Kuf Zayin, Kuf Nun Zayin. So about 40 days. It's coming up. So ultimately, it's Mesech the Shabbos. We wanted to do a Shabbos getaway. Go to a hotel. So we started working on a hotel and we quickly realized it's probably not going to work out with everything that's going on. A. B. That we need over 100 rooms. Very hard to find an energy store, a place with 100 rooms. That it's in a decent place, etc. So then we said, okay, plan B, we're going to make a giant suda here. We'll invite the whole community, the whole, everybody that's part of the daf. Avi came over to me yesterday and he said he would like to go with the route of a remote seum. Do something on Zoom. And I didn't like the sound of it. It sounds like, okay, well, we do Zoom every day. And uh, last night after, during uh, the Zoom shear, the night Zoom shear, so I just put it out there to the island. I said, if anybody has a good idea, let me know. And Avrumi Leibowitz, he sent me an email. And I, I like this a lot. I want to go with this, I think. What do you guys think? Maybe we could add to this. I was thinking that for the Siyum, we can make several remote Siyum locations where our Hever can celebrate together at once. I know Fischl from Baltimore mentioned this once. But now it's all coming together. So there can be a New York, New Jersey location. What he means is a Borough Park location. Because Avrumi Leibowitz is from Borough Park. So is Eli Dykman, Israel Goldstein, and that whole chevra. So we'll do, let's say, a Borough Park location. We'll get 10, 20 guys in, in a house. It doesn't have to be a fancy thing. And we'll have it zoomed the whole time on a camera. And then we'll have a place in Chicago for Yoel Bergman and Aryeh and Yosef and Zev and uh, Louis Colum and Bensi Friedman, all these guys that are watching over there. South Africa, we'll have Leon Welcher and his wife. No, I'm just kidding. And, and, and the whole Hever from South Africa, all the people from South Africa. I don't know who they are exactly. One or two wrote in. Who else? We have Lakewood, we have Yoeli and the, the whole Lakewood Hevra. We have the Bet Shemesh guys. We have the five towns. We'll have Kalman from five towns do his thing. Michael Cohen, I see, wants to do something in his place. Next to Philly over there. Avi Mandelbaum, you're by yourself. You're going to have to do it in your house. But then we'll have, maybe, I'm thinking, each place will represent with a speech. Avrimi Leibowitz will get up and speak for Borough Park, let's say. And somebody else, and maybe we'll have a guest speaker. And we can do this. That'll be mamish Geschmack. We just have to think how to... Do we give giveaways? Do we have something special? What do we do about food? It has to be at a certain time, maybe Sunday, when everybody's available in, a, in the United States. We'll have Manchester, Chabura. Rabbi David will run that one. But kids, sir, I hope I'm not missing out. Maybe we'll have um, Harnov. Harnov, Issy ben, Issy and who else? Issy ben Zaker and uh, maybe uh, Daddy Kornbluth. But kids, sir, so that's the idea. I don't know. I like the idea. I think it... it Sounds exciting now. It's more than just a Zoom, but it's people sitting, making sudas all over. Maybe we could even advertise, have people come, join. Fine. And then it goes on. And don't, so there can be New York locations and other locations where it can be held the same time with the Siyum in Ramah Bet Shemesh. And both will be broadcasted to each other so all crowds can see other locations. By the way, still didn't miss a daf. Since Meila, since Meila, you hear this? Since Meila, didn't miss a daf. I'm excited that my summer schedule allows me to join the night chair on Zoom at least Sundays and Tuesdays. Keep up the great work. Avrami Leibowitz, pronounced Leibowitz. LOL. Keep on calling him Leibowitz or whatever I call him. Leibowitz. Fine. So, so uh, that's the idea. And with that, let's jump into today's daf. Today is Daf Kufiyud Zayin, 40 Daf away from the end of the Masechta. 
don't be shy, you could jump in, annoy me, talk to me. I'm not talking to you, Avi, I'm talking to everybody else. All right, so we had like this. We had a very interesting Gemara. The Gemara, we have a Mishnah, our Mishnah. Let's start with the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that we're talking about fires. There's a whole parak about fires. So you have a fire raging and you want to save a Sefer Torah. Could you save a Sefer Torah on Shabbos? Mishnah says you could save a Sefer Torah together with the case. Even if it has money. Starts the Gemara we had at the end of yesterday. A whole sugya about Karban Pesach. What is the connection? Carbon Pesach, how much of the hide can you remove? One mandama says you could only remove up until the chest because that's all you need in order to get the imurim out to be makrav on the mizbeach. And Chachamim say all the hide, everything, take it all off. And he brings a pasuk, they bring a pasuk, Kopal Hashem everything Akash does. Is for his own honor. You have to honor Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's not proper to leave it like that, to, to, to spoil or to lay like an avela. Oh. So, first of all, we have to understand what does this have to do with our Mishnah. So that's today's riddle. But before we get into the riddle, we just have to finish up a line or two over here. It says like this: Six lines from the bottom. So this Pasuk that everything HaKadosh Baruch Hu does as far as the honor is not like a slam dunk Pasuk. It's not like, wow, that Pasuk was said specifically for carbon Pesach. It's a general Pasuk. Everything in this world, the flowers, the trees, the carbon Pesach. So it's more like an asmachta than a, than a true limud. So now when the Gemara flips it around and says, and what is Rabbi Shmuel, B'noish Rabbi Yechem, Mabreka, Haipal, Hashem, Lemaneu, he could just get away with it and say, it has nothing to do with carbon Pesach, sorry. But if he, if he really wants to, he wants to get involved, so he'll say, okay, yeah, there is an asmachta, I could use it for carbon Pesach. And he says, Don't make a small incision in the animal, stick your hand in, and grab all the imurim that are necessary, and say, look, you don't really need to do Havshat HaSahar. By the way, Havshat HaSahar, in Perik Klal Godel, in the Mishnah, is one of the Lamet HaSmalachas. Removing the hide is the Isidai Raisa. It's done in the, in the Beis HaMikdash, in the Mishka. So maybe, perhaps, if your whole point of removing the hide is to get to those parts that you have to put on the Mizbeach, you don't have to take off the hide. But the Pasuk says, Paul Hashem Lemaneu, that what? My time or my I do have to be careful. I have to give Akash Baruch Hu the utmost respect. And it's not proper to make a little incision and, and grab. Why? Because maybe some of the hair from the hide will come off and touch those Imurim. And now you're putting on the Mizbeach not the purest form of the Imurim. Have hair, hair on it. It's not so nice. Okay, that's what he learns from it. Omar by the way, I forgot to mention, yesterday I got in the mail, actually I didn't get in the mail, I had a personal visit, and I'm very sad. You guys remember Bernie, Bernie the Burn, the guy that stalked me, he said that I'm a Balgaiva, whatever, he didn't say it like that, he said, why, why all the Gaiva in the emails, and I, we had a whole back and forth, and that's how the whole email thing started really. It was very geschmack and he gave me a, a few good stocks over the time. But he really likes to share a lot. He doesn't like me that much, but he likes to share. So, I'm kidding. And he, he said he wants to come over and visit. He has something to deliver. And he said he was going to come after Mincha at 1.30. And I came home and he, was already, he already had dropped off the package and left. So I never got to meet Bernie the Burnt. I was all excited. But anyways, this is what he got me delivered from America. He got me uh, three of these. It's the 8-Minute Daf t-shirt with Have a Wonderful Day. So Yishkoyach Bernie. Ellie. Yeah. Sponsor. Ooh, got to do sponsor. Correct. All excited about what's going on. Today's shir is sponsored by Ari Slasky. Lilu Nishmas Ruving Lei Ben Yehuda Yitzchak. My father-in-law's nifter on Dalid Tammuz. Now, 
There's another one. Uh, let's see, where's the other one? Yeah, Lilu Nishmas, Yitzchok Meir ben Avram Menachem. Yitzchok Meir ben Avram Menachem. Sorry for not mentioning it all the way in the beginning. Okay. Where are we holding? Yeah. So it goes like this. This is what Gemara is all about. The Gemara basically tells us that we have a Mishnah. The Mishnah says you can save a Sefer Torah together with the mantle, the, the, the case, together with money that's hidden inside the case. And this somehow and somewhere has to do with this halacha of carbon Pesach. How much skin could you take off the carbon? How much could you skin it? All the way or half the way up to this chest? What's the connection? So really what the Gemara is going to do, the Gemara is going to give us four options here. You have to figure it out on your own. It's a riddle. Try to figure it out. Option number one is, you see from the Mishnah that you're allowed to save the Sefer Torah, even though, and this one you have to pay attention to because this is what the Gemara is going to stay with. All the way at the end, we're going to come back to option number one. The fact that the, 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 the Gemara, the Mishnah says, you could save a Sefer Torah, even though the owner has his own private benefit, you're saving the Torah because you're pretending or you are trying to be Mekazim Shemayim, you want to save Hashem's name, but at the same time you're saving $200 because it's hidden in the Torah. You're allowed to do that. So too, the, the, the Gemara wants to say, you're allowed to remove all the hide of the animal according to Chachamim because now even though you have a side benefit, your animal is going to stay better, you get rid of all the hide, but it's for Hashem. And once you do it for Hashem, I can get a side benefit. That's the hint. That's, the, that's what you see from our Mishnah. It's all hard stuff, but that's what it is at the end. Another option is, that perhaps what the Mishnah is saying is, that you could save something, I could save the, the case, because I'm saving the Torah. One, I'm, I'm carrying, I'm saving the, the case, which I shouldn't be able to, because of the Torah. So too, I am saving the, I'm taking off the hide because of the animal underneath. Or, option number three is, I'm saving the money, not the case. Option two was the case. I'm saving money, which is mamish mukta, because I'm carrying something that's mutter, which is the case. So too by hide. And option number four is, I'm allowed to go all the way out of my way, grab a case full of money, in other words, like a wallet, to save a sevetara, which is mukta, 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 with no heter at it at all. We'll go into it. We'll understand it better. But those are the four hints, four options of a hint. Because we, we don't know much. All we know is that our Mishnah has something to do with filleting an animal on Pesach. And what's the connection? What's the connection? I'm just thinking that although I never went to college, but when I was sitting in these meetings with these giant uh, real estate moguls. You know, once I once sat in a meeting with uh, the biggest real estate company in the, in the world, in, in America. They own 300,000 apartments. The biggest, I should say, management company. AIMCO. They called AIMCO. They're sitting there with a guy, Bill Porter. He shows up with his private jet, the company's private jet, sitting down. And here's a guy who just came out of Kyle. No college degree. But I felt the entire time that I have an advantage over this guy. I felt I was analyzing him better than he was analyzing me. I was understanding what he was saying and reading into his words and figuring out what he really wants and how I could get him better than he was doing to me. That was just how I felt. I felt I had an advantage because I had a Gemara training. Now I'm not saying that's why we learn Gemara. But if you want to take it to the Gashmias level, to the business level, I really believe I had that advantage. Without going to college or all that, I had a certain advantage. He was saying this, and I was like, what he really meant to say is this and that, and therefore I could get him for, for less, I could do this, I could do that, we can maneuver. Just, just a ha'ara. Anyway, just thinking about it, because this is like a real, this is a true riddle, basically. Like, you're throwing in Pesach, carbon, mayin shemitah itzel har sinai, what are you doing? Why, how does this carbon Pesach have anything to do with the Sefer Torah on Shabbos? 
says the Gemara. Amar Avchiz Amar Mukva. Maya Hadrule Chavrayol Rabbi Shmuel Benoish Rabbi Yechim Broika. What was Chachamim Svara from our Mishnah? Says the Gemara. Attempt number one, which is the actual final attempt. This is what they said to him. If you could say the Sefer Torah, which is the Kavad Hashem, sorry, you're saving the Sefer. That's what you're doing. You're trying to save the Sefer Torah. Why? To protect the Kodesh Baruch His name. But you're saving it with the Tik. And in the Tik, in the case, there's some money there. So you have a side benefit. You're allowed to have a side benefit. So, even though the owner of this carbon Pesach has a side benefit, it's better for him to remove it completely. We should be able to do that. Because at the end of the day, you're doing it for Hashem. You do it for Hashem, you can do a little bit for yourself on the side. Says the Gemara, me dummy. What's the connection? Hasam tiltal. In our Mishnah, we're talking about carrying. Moving something, moving a Sefer Torah on Shabbos, moving a Sefer Torah. What's the big deal? It's a Durabon on a problem. Do you have the proper air of not the proper air? You're working too hard. You're not over the Eraisa. Hacha But the case of carbon Pesach is a Malacha Eraisa. To skin an animal is a Malacha Eraisa. So what's the comparison? So if, if we could answer this, which the Gemara does at the end, so then we have a good, a good Tzushtel. A good raya from our Mishnah. Omer Ravashi, so a new attempt. Betarti plea. We're trying to prove a different point, not the point you're talking about. Pligi betiltul u pligi bimelacha. The machlaikis by carbon Pesach is, a, is two. First of all, how much could you skin? But second of all, once you skin the animal, let's say you got the skin all the way to the animal's chest and you remove the ivarim, are you permitted? To move the animal now. The sun is hitting on it. It's going to spoil this animal. Could you move it? Now the animal's mukta. Are you allowed to move it? And for that, the Mishnah says, the Gemara says, look, I'll prove it to you from a Sefer Torah. I can move this tick with the money in it because I'm moving the Sefer Torah. So too, I can move this animal out of the sun. If I could save the Sefer Torah together with the case so certainly I should be able to move it from the sun into the shade says the Gemara Midami now holding the Kufid Zayin Omar Aleph sponsored by those people that we mentioned before Midami Lafuke official Midami Hasam Nasib Basis Ladover Hamutar a Sefer Torah is way different you have something that you're allowed to carry all day long on Shabbos. It's a mitzvah to carry it. It's a mitzvah to open up a Sefer Torah and learn from it. The issue is something that's mukta, The case with the money. So that's called basis l'davar hamutar. Hachanasa basis l'davar Over here this hide is sitting and it's, uh, it's holding up an animal that the animal itself is aser. Why is the animal itself also? Because we're talking about it's Shabbos right now. It's Shabbos. You let a shech the carbon Pesach, you let a fillet it all the way up to his chest or whatever the halach is. But right now you can't cook it. You can't broil it. You can't, you can't eat it. So if you can't eat it, it's mukta, says Rashi. So we're talking about mukta, top of mukta. So what's the connection? Why should you be able to move it out of the sun? Ella, attempt number three. Hachigar milay. Perhaps from our mission we see something else. Here the point is the money. So that's mukta. basar. So over here also you have the point. Look, I am trying to do something for Hashem. So I saved the Sefer Torah for Hashem. It happens to be I saved myself a couple of bucks in the process. That's okay. So to over here... Even though the basar is asr, but maybe I should be able to move it. I should be able to move it. By the Sefer Torah, you have two things going on. You have a mutter and an asr. You have the money and the Sefer Torah. Not only that, 
as you learn in halacha, when it comes to buses, dava, also, and mutter, let's say you open up a drawer, are you allowed to open up a drawer that has a wallet with a thousand dollars and it has uh, a little bit of chont in there? Depends. So, a lot of times you go by what's more valuable. So, over here, we have to assume at least that the Sefer Torah is much more valuable. Sefer Torah is uh, $50,000 a Sefer Torah. And how much money do you have in your wallet? A couple of bucks. So it's asr and mutter. Hacha kula inasa basal dava asr. But by the carbon pesach, you have asr on top of asr and asr. There's no mutter over here at all. What's the havamin at all? So maybe the imurim, maybe there was a part that was mutter. Or maybe the whole kavit shemayim. You're trying to do something for Hashem, not to spoil this carbon that you're going to eat later on. El so here's the fourth and final attempt. And we're going to go away from this and go to attempt number one. The Gemara assumes I can run. I see a fire happening. I see that my Sevetar is going to burn. The Sevetar doesn't have a case. If I go grab it right now for whatever reason, the Sevetar is going to fall into pieces. I can't grab it as is. It's too hot. So I need a case. So I go and run and get a case. Now the case has money. So as I'm bringing that case from another location to the Sefer Torah, I'm carrying 100% Isser. I'm carrying a wallet full of money, a case full of money. So now I don't have that excuse that I had a second ago that I'm carrying Mutter and Asr. Because I'm not carrying a Sefer Torah. All I'm carrying is cash. Cash is Asr. Yet, the mission says it's allowed, you're allowed to go get a, safe, a, a, a case of a Sefer Torah with money even though it's 100% Asr. So therefore, I should be able to move my animal that's 100% Asr. That's what the Gemara understands there. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? Who gave you this idea that you could go grab a case full of money to save a Sefer Torah? So what's the difference? I learned from this case itself. Look, I can save a Sefer Torah with a case that has money. Why? Open up the case and get rid of the money. But the mission doesn't say you have to open up the case and get rid of the money. I can save it as is. So therefore I could go and grab a case from somewhere else full of money. The final midami. In the case of the Mishnah, the fire is consuming the Sefer Torah. So you don't have time to open up a case and start... Fiddling around with the money. But when you go to another location to grab a case, as you're running towards the Sefer Torah, you have time to open up the zipper and throw out all the money. So, it's not a good attempt. Attempt number one, just to show you again, not that it means anything to you, but you see from the fact that you're allowed to save a Sefer Torah, even though in the process you are benefiting, you the owner of the Sefer Torah, benefiting a side benefit that you're saving your cash. You're allowed to do it. So too, by a carbon Pesach, even though the owner has a side benefit by removing all of the skin, you're allowed to do it because you're doing it for Hashem. But when we mentioned that first attempt, you didn't like it. Why? You asked the question, what's the connection? By a Sefer Torah, you're not being over much. You're just carrying, you're just moving the Sefer Torah, but it's not an Isidere Whereas by the Korban Pesach, it's an Isidere to skin the whole entire thing. Says the Gemara, we're talking about a situation where I don't need the skin. So if I don't need the skin, what is that called? Says Rashi, I don't, I don't need it. I didn't mean to take it off. Ask the Gemara Davi's question, what do you mean you didn't mean to take it off? But we know about the concept of Psikresha. But by removing the skin, you are removing the skin. There's no two ways about it. You can't remove the skin without removing the skin. So removing the skin is an Isidur It's one of the Malachas. What do you mean you didn't mean? It's a Psikresha. It's going to happen. It's inevitable that it's going to be removed. And when you remove it, it's Isidur Says the Gemara, the Shokolai Bibarzei. You removed it in such a fashion that it's not an Isidere In fact, it might not be even a Dirabana. Rashi says that if you remove it in small strips, you're over a Dirabana. There's a beautiful Taisus here that says, wait a minute. 
That's true when you're over the Rabbanon, when you accomplish the Malacha. So let's say we had the case of Mapis Mursa B'Shabbos. You have a zit and you, and you open it. You squeeze out all the juices, but you're making it opening. An opening is an iser. But you didn't want the opening. You just don't want the, the, the fluids. Okay, that's Davashen Miskav and Psikresh, the whole thing. But over here, you didn't make it opening. The malacha is to remove the skin. Normally, not in small pieces. Small pieces is not, not even part of the malacha. You hear? From, from the map is Mursa, it's a true malacha. You made an opening. What other case does he bring there? I don't see it here. Anyway, um, but I thought it was a beautiful tesis. He says it's not even a malacha. You didn't even do a malacha. The only issue is that all the Rishonim talk about, and I see some of you looking like, what's going on here? How is this a Davashenim Skavit? This should be more a Malacha Shein Tzrich Gufa. That's what it should be, not a Davashenim Skavit. Malacha Shein Tzrich Gufa. I don't need the skin off. The skin is just getting in the way. It's just a solution to a problem. It's not a positive Malacha. It's not a positive labor. It's, I'm just get, taking off the skin because I want to get to the meat. When you remove the skin, because I want to write a safer tire on the skin, that's the malacha. But over here, it's malacha shein tzrich gufa. I don't need it. It's not a dover shein miskavet. And if it's a malacha shein tzrich gufa, this whole psikresha problem doesn't happen. That's what the Rishonim discuss. Fine. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah, I just... If you trap a snake, you're trapping a snake. You just don't want the snake. You don't need the snake. You don't want him to bite you, but you trap the snake, a proper trapping like you trap a deer. So that's a malacha, just as Dabashenim is kavin, or malacha, better yet, malacha shein tzrich gufa like the Rishayim has. But in our case, you didn't fillet the animal. You chopped it off into small pieces. That's not the malacha. That's not a proper skinning of an animal. That's what Taisa says. And therefore he says it's not even an Issa Rabbanon. Rashi says it's Issa Rabbanon. Ulehecha matzilan aysan. Okay, so now, since we have five minutes to finish this Amud, it's enough, I guess. Let's talk about a Mavi. Yesterday we discussed it real briefly. So, this is a Mavi. Right over here, as you can see, you have all these houses, you have a whole neighborhood, Beis Hashem, one day, MDY neighborhood. In here, you have, each one has a front yard, right over here, before the wall, between the wall here. This guy right over here is called a Mavi. An alley. Now, in Chicago and in a lot of other places, they have alleys. I'll explain to the New Yorkers because New York, everybody in New York thinks that by that, you know, by New Utrecht where the trees are, that's the end of the world. Past that is out of town. They'll tell you. It's out of town. So they have a little border. It's by, I think, uh, by, by Sears over there, by, the, by that mall on the way to, the, to Farakway. That's like one border, then you have, uh, Kensington I think is out of the border. It's, it's out of town. Because if you're not from New York, you don't know what I'm talking about. There's such a thing called an alley. It used to be 54th Street, now it already, there's a little bit more. They started annexing more stuff. Great. In Chicago, the way it works, or in Barber Park, your backyard is up against the backyard of your neighbor. You mamish back to back. In Chicago, it's a little different in other places as well, your backyard has a street by it. And so you're not touching your neighbor's backyard. There's a little street, it's sometimes made out of dirt, not, and that's where the garbage truck goes and gets you garbage, so it's gishmak. You don't have to put your garbage in front of your house, like in Brooklyn, whatever. That's an alley, okay? I'm just describing what an alley is. So this thing, you have a little alley here. The problem with this alley is that all the kids, like in Ramah Chemish, they're skating around on their skates, there's a whole, Minig now, I think it's a minig ra. All the girls, they're flying around on their skates, on their bikes, and they're doing their thing, and people are barbecuing. So it's like a Rishus Harabim. So Chacham said, you're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to carry there, even though it's, it's more of a private area. So what they said is, you, got, you have to do two things if you want to carry. Number one, you have to make a lechi. A lechi is a beam, a vertical beam. Now you can also do something called a kaira, which is a horizontal beam, goes from side to side. Basically, 
you're describing your area, you're saying this is it, this is like a doorway, this is, it's private. It, it, it gives you a demarcation, whatever the word is, you want to show that from here on in is your pr- property. The other thing you have to do is sheet of mavais, it's similar to Eruv Chatzeris, everybody takes a matzah, a roll, and whatever you do, you put it all together and you all say, you're all partners in this mavai. Great. So those are two things. Now, in the mission it says, you could save a sefer into a mavai, What's enim foolish? Typically speaking, in Mesefetz Nehruvin, enim foolish means that it, it's not, it's a dead end. You have a dead end mavi, one wall, two wall, three walls. It's a, it's a U-shape, okay? That's enim foolish. You only have one opening. Mefulosh is more like this. Now, this is a Rishus Rabin, but imagine this is your alleyway. It's open on this end, open on this end. So says the Gemara, that can't be the Pshat. There's no way in the world that you could save a save a Torah into, according to Ben Becerra, into Mavim of Fulash. We have to change the Pshat a little bit. It says, Typically, Mavim means completely open through and through. But how could Ben Becerra say that you can save a save a Torah to Enim of Fulash to open through and through? If you have a U and you have not just not just one lechi, but two over here as well. That's a perfectly closed mavoy. Shalish mechitzos v'lechi echad comes ben beseris says, look, you don't need a beautiful, perfect mavoy. You want to save a sevatayra? I'll let you chachamim let you save a sevatayra, even if it only has one lechi. Zeh mavoy mefulish v'tavay alibe the rebbe liazer. And they're both going in the sheet of Rebelezer, which is very hard to understand because Rebelezer is Das Yachid. This is not. I know, no one's going to tell me terrible, terrible time management, but what are we going to do? These were the hard sugyas. I know my base are easier, I'm not kidding. This is not. How do you make a Mavi kosher? You need two things a lechi and a kaira. One vertical, one horizontal. One or another. You need two lechis, one on the right, one on the left. So, if we go in Rebbe Yezus sheet that you need two lechis, when it comes to Sefer Torah, says Ben Beseira, all you need is one lechi. Wait a minute. You're telling me you have a perfect mavo, it's a U shape, and it has two lechis. That doesn't make any sense. Why is that open? It has, it's a U-shape. How could that be open? How come Rabbanon don't allow you to save food? As we're going to see later on in the different Mishnah. It's a perfect Mavoy. It has a sheet of Mavoy. It has everything you need. We're talking about, no, it's not a U-shape. Two walls. So it's, but it has two lechis. If it has two lechis, okay, it's not considered mefulosh. Shtei mechitzis v'lechi echad. But if it only has one lechi, Ben Becer says you could save it there. But that's called zeh moviyah mefulosh. V'tarvayu alibad Rabbi Yehuda. Not in Rebbe Yezer. This goes from Rabbi Yehuda. Now everybody discusses why in the world would we go like Rebbe Yezer or like Rabbi Yehuda when we have Basil and Beishamin? The Allah is like Basil. The Mavi is only, only needs one Lechi, one Kaira. Rebbe Lezer says you need two, but who's talking about Rebbe Lezer? The answer is, because how do you save a Sefer Torah otherwise? It doesn't make sense that you save a Sefer Torah like, like Basilo. So it has to be that this Mishnah that says you can save a Sefer Torah in this Mavi Mufulash is going within Rebbe Lezer, otherwise it doesn't make so much sense. To remove the Lechi completely, you're going to save a Sefer Torah there? Fine. So that's this picture over here. We had it in the beginning of the Masechta. A guy owns two houses on both sides of 13th Avenue. Going back to Borough Park, because Borough Park had a good idea about the Sima. I'm all excited. So, two sides. Says Rabbi Yehuda, the middle of Rishus Rabbim, all you need to do is put up one car over here, one car over there, and you make 13th Avenue yours. You can start playing ball on shops. You can do everything between your two houses. Lachim ikam, lachim ikam, kari mikam, kari mikam, v'noisim v'noisim b'emtza. Amr lo'oi, 
What are you talking about? You can't do that. Okay. But if we stop and take this idea of Rabbi Yehuda, forget about Rishus Haram, what about a Mavoy? It's not 13th Avenue, it's your private alley. You and your neighbors share this alley, but it's open on both ways, like 13th Avenue. So if I take one lechi on one side and one lechi on another side, now I made it mutter. But that's mafulish. It's completely open. On that, says review the says Ben Beseira, all I need is one lechi. And the Tanakam says, I need two lechis. But if it's a private movie that has two lechis, one on each side, so what's the problem? We're turning the page, sponsored by official from official catering, or the omot, sorry, I think you like when I say omot, I forgot already. So, at the end of the day, you need two lechis. We're going back to the original shah, we're talking about a you. And it only has one lechi, not two lechis like we started to say before. It only has one lechi. In Rebbe Leezer, who says you need to have two lechis, one on the right, one on the left, you only have one lechi. So that's called Mavishen Mufulosh. At the end of the day, it doesn't go through and through, it's a U shape. It's a dead end. So I'm allowed to save a safe Torah to that. And Ben Becerra says, I'm saving the Sefer Torah, even if it doesn't have a lechi at all. Chacham said, you're allowed to save a Sefer Torah without a lechi. Even according to Rebbe Lezer, say, you need two. That's only to save food. But a Sefer Torah, one is enough. Anyways, it comes out an amazing Chiddush over here. But we don't pass again like Rebbe Yezer. We pass again like Basil. The All you need is one lechi. So what's the, what's the Mishnah telling us? The Mishnah says you're allowed to save a Sefer Torah. What's the Mishnah telling What Chiddush? Do you allowed to have one lechi? They still say you're allowed to have one lechi. That's a perfect Mavu. The Chiddush is that you don't need the sheet of Mavu. Remember how we started saying that you need a lechi, but you also have to take matzah from everybody. That you don't need in order to save a Sefer Torah. That's the Chiddush in the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, How much food could I save? Could I take, start schlepping my whole freezer out with all my, my, my frozen food? What could I do? No, I could only save three meals worth, but not just three meals worth. Now, food, by the way, is not mukta. So, what's the big deal? The Gemara is going to explain. Enough food to sustain an animal, not three meals for an animal. What if the fire fell out on Friday night? I could save three meals worth. But once it's the daytime, how many meals am I to eat? Only two. So now I could only save two meals worth. And when you only have shalashudas left, you can only save one meal. Says Rabbi Yossi, and I understand Rabbi Yossi amazingly. Says Rabbi Yossi, look, food is not mukta. So why can I only save three meals? Because Chacham made Xerah, they're worried, like the Gemara is going to say in a millisecond, that you're going to be so worried about the fire, you're going to extinguish the fire. But what does that have to do with how many meals are left? If I give you a certain amount, I say three, three, that's all I'm going to take out, it's three. I'm not going to start extinguishing fires. Says the Gemara, what he's doing is 100% mutter. I'm allowed to carry my croutons and my bread and all that stuff in my house. So why can't I save it? Not so tfei. He should be able to save more. Omarava, the famous concept. Since a person is so worried about his property, if you allow him to save everything, he'll start extinguishing the fire. That's human nature. He'll extin- Once he knows in his head, listen, all you could save is this amount. He'll grab it and go and he won't extinguish fires. It says, if a person's barrel broke on the roof, Taisus points out that it's not just tif-tif. Remember we had tif-tif, tuch-tuch, all these noises. It's not just dripping. It's coming out properly. In other words, he's very concerned. You take a vessel, you put it right below, you put it on the ground, it drips into it, great. You're now going to go get a second vessel and start grabbing it out of the ear. Or, 
Let's say, here's the wall of my building. I put it up against the wall tight. Why? Because the wine is dripping down the wall. So I go like this, I put it on and I grab it. Now what's the problem? The problem is getting another kli. One kli is fine, but two, you, oh, you're allowed kalim, so you start running to your neighbor, you go across the street, you go into the street, you start carrying kalim. We don't want you to do that. What's the problem? The same idea, we're concerned that the person, so we don't want him to be to be so concerned about his property. We limited him to one kli, just like we just limited this guy to three meals. Gufa. If his barrel broke, maybe he shouldn't bring a second one. Oh, here comes an amazing Allah. What if he has guests? Maybe The Ran says the guests have to be there. You can't just tell them to come and they'll be there later. As you're grabbing the wine, they have to be there and you could take another vessel for them. Don't be a shtikmacher. Don't do shtik here and do arama trickery and pretend that you had guests. And as you see that the wine is falling out, you start screaming to all your neighbors to come, be my guest, be my guest, and then you could save your wine. First, you have to invite them, then you could grab. Okay, so you could do somewhat of a shtick, but as long as they're there and everything is good. So Rashi says, don't invite people that are already full. That's trickery. They don't need to eat, they don't need your wine, they're full. You could do trickery, like selling chametz before Pesach. Trickery. Says I have another case that's trickery. Maybe it's the same, maybe we could compare the two. So the Gemara says there's no comparison. But what's the case? There's a halacha, you're not allowed to shecht a mother and her offspring on the same day. Whole sugya, the father, mother. Let's talk about a mother and make it simple. Mother and her son, not in the same day. And we're talking about Yontif. Both of them fall into a pit. Can I save both of them? But I'm not going to be using both of them because I can only shecht one a day. So today on Yontif, one of them is Mukta. So what do I do? So I take one out of the pit. I feed him a bottle. I give him hay inside the hole. I don't take him out. So he shouldn't die. I could do a trick. I take the first one out. I obviously look at them. I say, which one is a better animal? I take the, the, the one that's worse off. And I say, okay, I want to shech this one. I take the mother, older one. Okay, I take it out. I look at it. Ugh! Yeah, old cow. I don't need all. I want a nice veal. So, oh, but now I need the baby. So I'll take out the second one as well. No, it's a good it's a good comparison. Both cases are trickery. Maybe I can leave the one of them inside the pit because nothing's gonna happen to it. I'll just give it hay, feed it normally, and I'll survive. But over here, the wine is coming out. And if I don't save it and I don't come up with a trick, I'm going to lose hundreds of dollars. My, my, my barrel is worth who knows how much. Or let's talk about the opposite. Maybe Chachamim allowed you to make trickery to save an animal from pain. You don't want the animal to have pain. Yes, it might survive. But imagine an animal trapped in a, in a pit, going crazy for 24 hours. We feel bad for the animal, so he said do a trick. It's wine. There's no tzar. This is similar to trickery. He, he, he saved his good bread, the sourdough, the geshmaka challah from, from Shik's bakery. Going back to Bar Park. Shik's, today it's probably, it doesn't even exist. I don't even know what happened. They have better and bigger fights. By me, pasadrah is like, you know, whole wheat bread. You don't go back to save that shvacha bread that the people that are on diets eat. Pasadrah, but if you save the shvacha bread, matzah pasnikiyah, then you can go back and save the geshmaka challah. So that's the same idea. You save a little bit, oh, but it's the wrong thing, let me go back and save the other stuff. Great. If Friday is Yom Kippur, 
I could save on Yom Kippur so I have enough food for Shabbos. I cannot save from Shabbos for Sunday's Yom Kippur because Yom Kippur, Matzah Yom Kippur, obviously you're not going to eat on Yom Kippur, Matzah, you'll get food then. I cannot prepare and say from Shabbos for Yontif, because on Yontif I could also prepare food. I have the whole week to prepare, so I cannot save on this Shabbos for following Shabbos. One more small sugyo. A person forgot his bread in the oven, and in those days it looked something like this. They would put it on the side of the oven, like lafas on the side of the oven. And all of a sudden he realized he forgot to take the challah out of the oven. You're allowed to save three meals worth of bread. He tells his friends, come grab as much as you want. For them also, three meals. There's a special uh, instrument that you remove these breads with. Use a knife. But why? Why can't you just use the tool? You can't do malacha, but taking out bread from an oven is not a malacha. All it is, it's a talent. It's not, a, it's, not a, it's not labor, it's not physical labor. You have to know how to do it. Right? Those guys that take the matzahs out of the oven, they're not, it's not physical labor as much as it, you have to know how to do it. You have to know how to flip it and take it out before it burns, the whole thing. They get the most money, right, in the matzah bakery, those guys. You're right. It's not a true labor. But if you could do it differently, and it's Shabbos, and you can use a knife, why not? Make a shinui. Show that you made a mistake here, and you do it in a different way. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Beautiful, beautiful job in the Tehillim. Shkoyach to you. Shkoyach. How's Rabbi Victor Katzberg doing? Baruch Hashem. Yes, still on Zoom. Still on Zoom? Yeah, every day, Baruch Hashem. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Thank you, thank you. Oh, Hillel, Hillel. <laughs> it's great to see you, Hillel. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the shout out, Hillel. Uh, Michael Cohen, I haven't seen you in a while. You've been on, no? Uh, we got to unmute you. you. You can unmute yourself, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I unmuted myself. No, where were you? You were on the whole time or you were missing? I, I was on YouTube. Ah, I see the excuse. I see, I see. <laughs> you better... Better be here every day, Michael. What do you think about that idea, the seam idea, a boy say? Anybody have something to add? I think it's a good idea. You were saying this official, you were saying this months ago that we should make, but you wanted me to fly in. But now, minus me yeah, flying sir, in. If we can live Zoom everybody at the same time and you have a five minutes uh, place to place, you need to get a lot of tech guys on board who know how to do this stuff. So One minute, uh, official. You, you know how to limit yeah. yourself to five minutes? Uh, I mean, you'll have to get somebody else for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, oh, well, they, they just struck up with an article about the eight-minute daff again. What did you say about the eight-minute daff? Mishpacha. I just read an article about the golden doves. Mishpacha? Yeah, someone just put it on the chat uh, in the middle of the share. Mishpacha magazine? English Mishpacha. Yeah. What does it say? They, uh, well, whatever. They edited a lot of Golden Dove stories, but uh, 
You'll see it. I, I, I haven't seen the final edition yet, so... It mentions, it mentions the Shear? What does it mention? Talks about the the about to go the story of Rabbi Barakana. Wow. Fifty three. Who who were you in? Well, let me guess. You were you were you instrumental in putting in that 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 that, that story? Uh, I might have been had some assistance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I haven't seen it, but I just know a lot of it was into that. So, but but it still uh, maintains the the setup and share. All right, beautiful, Yishkoya. I mean, I have so many golden dove stories, but I can't just say it because I ain't Harvard. Next time I see him person, I'll tell you about it. Beautiful, beautiful. Have a good day, Shmuley Lemmer. Okay, very good. Shmuley, what, uh, Lauren Spiegelman, you're, you're friends with Shmuley Lemmer? Uh, only from uh, Learning Color together. Wow, wow, look at that. Look at that. Shmuley Lemmer, unbelievable. Yeah, have a great day. Take care, everybody. The camaraderie, Seth. Isn't it amazing? The guy that doesn't know you, or maybe now he knows you, he sends you Gemaras. It's, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. Beautiful stuff. Ellie, what was your, what was your idea about the stream? I was five minutes late today. I didn't have much of this uh, basically, the idea was to have, to have different siyumim in different cities. So Bar Park would have a siyum. It's like Ellie Dykeman up there, Yisrael Goldstein, Avrami Leibovitz, and, and uh, Ellie Dykeman's friends, the whole bunch of guys, I forgot their names already. Even if it's 10 people per city. And then we, we zoom those human in together, so we're all together on screens. It could be in people's houses, it doesn't have to be in halls or anything, because we're thinking about this grand dose, this whole hall thing. We'll do a small scene with Ramat Bichemesh, maybe a couple of them because of the, of the different restrictions that we have. But in Borough Park, in Baltimore, in Lakewood, in, in Manchester, in London, you know, in South Africa, there'll be... Uh, who's there? Oh, Shlaimi Klein in 770. We're going to have the first RBS in 770. Whatever, wherever it is. Crown Heights. Well, I know at least three people from Crown Heights that are watching this year. So beautiful. And then we'll have a little bit in the, in, the, in Yerushalayim, maybe. We'll do. Oh, Ezra Abrams here. So in, in, in Australia, you're going to have to get together in Hebron, in Australia, right? Ezra, how many people are, are watching in Australia? That's what I need to know. I was on today. I know, but how many people besides you in Australia are watching? Can we get together in Hebron for a seum? Uh, probably. I don't know. I, I received a few emails from Australia, but I, I don't know. I didn't never put them together. Besides you, you're you're stickle, you're you're more of a Kavua guy from Australia. What? And there's somebody, there's somebody from Sydney, and there's a cousin from the Shul. Oh, right, that guy, right? That he said he went out to the forest. Exactly that email, yeah. And there's uh, somebody from Sydney. Uh, um, I don't know. I wasn't on. I was on YouTube today, so. Uh, 